Hey everybody, this is Craig from The Homeowner Show. So glad that you could be with us again for another episode of The Homeowner Show. We so appreciate you tuning in every single week to get more information on how to be a better homeowner. Uh, this week we're bringing you a special holiday edition of The Homeowner Show uh, from a live event that we did here in the Houston, Texas area. We hope you enjoy. We're going to break this one up into two parts, and so we'll be back with you in two weeks with another great interview here on The Homeowner Show. Until then... Enjoy the episode. Awesome. All right. We're probably going to get kicked off Facebook for using unlicensed music. Probably. You got to be careful about that. (laughs) Oh, good. Here's some Bon Jovi. We'll, we'll probably wind up in Facebook jail, if nothing else. That's cool. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to virtual jail. I've never been there, but what's interesting is once you get there, I think it's real easy to get back. It's much less rapey. <laughs> <laughs> than what? <laughs> than an actual jail. Oh, that. <laughs> Not that I would know anything about that. I do. Yeah. Well, with jail, not prison. Totally different ball game. Am I even on? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're on. I think my, I think oh, it keeps going in and out. I thought, but I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Oh, look, I see us on on the Facebook lives. Yeah. Is he by watching us? That's the question. We'll see. So far, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get it up and going here. Yeah. I'm gonna share it out. I'm gonna do that as well to all the things. We're going to get going here in just a few minutes. Hey, guys, what's up? How y'all doing? Good. It's been a minute since we talked. I know. You you might have inspected a a house or two since then. I have, and you know what was really cool is the last one that we did, I told anybody that needed, no matter where they were in the country, to reach out if they needed help. And Uh uh, we've actually been able to help several people in other states, actually, just by getting them connections to good inspectors. So that was kind of cool. So y'all... You know, it's like one in Florida. One, one in Florida, and I had one in Colorado, one in uh, Michigan or something like that. Okay. So that was cool. Yeah. Nice. I happen to know a little bit of a lot of people. And you're, you're a little busy right now, I, I'd imagine. I am slammed right now. It's great. You know, so the market's how, crazy. How far out are you? I mean, like, are you just booking them day by day, or are you having to go, like, look, I can't get to these two weeks? It I mean, depends on the week, but, yeah. yeah. There, and if we get a cancellation, either financing falls through or something, but you can always call us. We've got a number of inspectors that we can get you to, and if we can't take care of you, I will find you an inspector that can take care of you. So, you know. We network. We don't believe in competing with each other. At least my little group doesn't. We try and complete, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever the client needs. So, you know, if I'm not the best inspector for the job, say, you know, they've got something that's seriously electrically wrong, I have an inspector that is actually, actually also a master electrician. So, you know, he might be a better fit for their particular inspection. So mm-hmm. you do, you know, what suits the client the best is really okay. what our goal is. Nice. Is, is there anything that's come up that's kind of weird since the freeze? <laughs> <laughs> so when a property has a pipe bust, they do not have to disclose water damage like they would if it was flooded. Oh, um, really? Not in the same way. So they can say, well, a pipe busted, but they don't have to say my house flooded. But they should really be taken care of kind of in the same manner with um, – 
remediation and having making sure that those areas are treated for any kind of bacterial growth that might occur later or you know if like we had one the other day that had wood floors and they're like there's no water damage here i'm like man every single plank of this floor is buckled <laughs> yeah so um you had water at some point so i'm just saying but yeah so the after the freeze you know they they can say yeah pipe bus but they're not really required to report a flooded type property that's crazy so it's not handled in the same way it would be if it had been a flooded property with remediation certificates and things like that uh -huh. so it is a little bit different um but yeah we've done a lot of uh damage inspections and stuff and you know trying to find where the leak is with infrared and you know it, it's been fun <laughs> it's interesting wow it's very interesting so, I don't understand why. Why do they not have to do that then? I mean, like that, that seems, is it just is that just like a weird loophole in the law? Or yeah. okay, it basically boils down to the state of Texas. Okay, so which while we have some amazing things in place here, we also have some very interesting yeah. things in place here as well. So well, you know. I, I can imagine that that's that's just going to be a really really big deal for years to come here, where you know people may not sell their house now, but they've been living in it. They maybe they've get that they've got it had some damage or whatever and never get it fixed and yep and it likes to grow things because we have a very well, yeah. humid hot environment as yeah. you guys all know you see know? patrick so see dude um you know it is what it is but it, it's been interesting when people try and hide things that it's like yeah well we can tell though <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I can so see it so how, how does that change the inspector that i find I mean, it's easy if you live in the Houston area, you call Ricky. Well, yeah. But if you don't, if you don't live in Houston or you live somewhere else, I mean, call they, Ricky and she'll find you one. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I still can help you. I promise. I know right. inspectors literally all over the well, country. You, you, I mean, like you have a massive Facebook group of like. I do. I have. Uh, we just hit over 2,000 followers this week, actually. Yeah, nice. um, uh, Jim Green from the Biohazard Cleanup. The uh, they. Is that this guy right here? Yeah, the crime scene cowboy. Okay. Uh, so he does, oh. like, cigarette cleanup. So if you got cigarette smoke or pet smells or somebody um, unfortunately passed away in the home, he does all that kind of icky, gross cleanup. Does he, does he um, want to come over here? And yeah, he's out here. And Jim, I need to, I need to talk hi, to Jim. that guy. Say hi, Jim. Yeah, we need it. We need it. Um, <laughs> I actually did his daughter's house, and they had some – it's a brand-new home, and it had some massive framing issues. And so I had put up a video on my Pink Flamingo Inspections Facebook page, and Jim shared it and for an inspection video, and I hate this word, but it kind of went viral. So we've had almost 12,000 views on just this one video about a brand-new – Three hundred thousand plus dollar home that had framing that was literally built with scraps. Whoa! It is a wild video. Wow. If you go to the Facebook page, it's the first video when you hit my videos. It's it is mind blowing. It's on the, the Pink do. Flamingo page. Yeah, on okay. on the Facebook page. Um, it's Pink Flamingo Inspects, I think, is what it is. Um, but yeah, they that was a wild. That was a wild inspection. Um, literally, scraps were holding up the entire peak of the front of the roof. Shine. Oh, my goodness. It was – and, uh, you know, if one nail doesn't work, <laughs> 22 is going to, right? Yeah. Well, obviously. Well, unless you don't nail them into anything. Oh. Uh, and they just go straight through the material. That, yeah. Well, so yeah. the real question is, did they buy the house? Um, 
my understanding is it's currently in a process that I am not allowed to speak about. Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, there's what litigation it is. going on. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like that is probably going to be the situation, so I, I'm going to reserve my comments on the further progress <laughs> of that situation at this time. But that's, but that's the direction that goes, isn't it? Like, well, you know, if you can't put a bird's mouth cut into a rafter and set it on the top plate of a house and you've got like a three inch gap and it's every single one of the rafters <laughs> yeah that's a problem so and you uh, ought not be doing that for anybody no what? that should never happen well, so because i can know. just imagine like right now in this market it's like yeah they glued a bunch of jenga pieces together to frame this thing up but it's the only one available. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and, and we're going to pay over asking yeah. to do it. That's the fun part. And materials are in such short say, supply right they now. They just don't want to pay for the wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That, and, materials, but, but nails are cheap. Nails, nails are, cheap. are a lot cheaper than wood. <laughs> and Lord help you if you need a piece of OSB right now. Oh, my now, goodness. You know. Good luck finding it when you how, do. Yeah, how much like, did Eric say it was up in Portland right now? Like $53 so a sheet. So before yeah. COVID hit, a sheet of OSB was like $7.26. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's now, now like $52.90 yeah. something cents. It's insane. It's mostly glue. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's literally the offshoots of when they process two-by-fours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's literally it's scrap nuts. material that they've made so into another have, material that they sell for a premium. <laughs> have you have you seen that uh, that meme that's out there? That said my wife told me to take her somewhere expensive. Yeah, and he and takes her to sitting, the hardware store. Yeah, they're sitting in, they're sitting in the uh, the okay, lumber so section with wine. I like the hardware store anyway because I'm just that kind of girl. So but that would be like an ideal tux. date. Like but tux. you know, not every chick likes that. So I'm just saying, maybe maybe not do that if you want a good outcome. Okay, fellas. Uh, yeah. All right, Unless well, your wife's a home inspector, and then she might like that. All right, so we're we're up here. We're up here we're, we got the crawfish going. You're we cooking. Do you've have been cooking crawfish. crawfish since like yesterday, right? Uh, well, um, the inspection company, uh, Pink Flamingo, did sponsor the crawfish, and I just happened to know these guys at Texas Boil Team, and I invited them to come out and cook their crawfish because they only do private events. Okay. Okay. Um, and their crawfish is amazing. So um, I've been cooking and cleaning and helping with crawfish uh -huh. uh, for quite a minute now. Uh, crawfish Nicks up on Loetta is uh, some of my friends, and so I've been helping them process crawfish coming in from Louisiana for a number of weeks now. So they helped us sponsor crawfish. And nice. So we have like 300 pounds of crawfish. Everybody needs to come eat some crawfish. Yeah, and like you said, all the proceeds are going to... If anybody donates anything to the crawfish, uh, it's all going to Habitat for Humanity and Rescuing Angels Rescue, which I highly recommend if you don't even come out to please check out their information and donate. Yeah. Um, Habitat for Humanity obviously benefits anyone in our community because it provides sound housing for you know lower-income families and a lot of single parents depend on some of those uh, communities to be able to afford their actually their home and make an investment that actually is going to be worth their time in the long run and they're not just spending money on rent they're yeah. actually going to own their home and the great thing about habitat for humanity is you actually have to serve a certain number of hours of working yep. on the home so they learn skills and they learn about the process of building their home and taking care of their home once they're in their home so we're really big into habitat for humanity i've actually worked on a couple of the neighborhoods off alden west 
Westfield. It's really cool. I love going because a lot of times it's retired tradesmen, mm. and so they teach you so many skills that just yeah, you aren't your average information. And then Rescuing Angels Rescue is particularly special for me because if any of you know me, you know about my little chihuahua that I found on an inspection named Baba Yaga. <laughs> and she was like less than four pounds, had no hair. She just looked like a mess. She looked like a little chupacabra. We like we didn't know what she was. <laughs> and this rescue, because I didn't intend to keep her, um, helped us vet her and get her healthy. And they asked us to foster her in the meantime because they didn't have any fosters. And I, Ricky Neal, am a foster failure. Uh-oh. Um. Baba Yaga still lives with us. Oh, man. She's been with us over two years. She's such a joy and a love. But still I really looking for think, a home? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, you can get, if you can pry her away from her daddy, you let me know, okay? Her and my husband are real tight. But uh, Lori Haney over at Rescuing Angels Rescue helped us out and helped us save this little dog's life. And she transports anywhere from 100 to 150, 160 dogs a year all over the country to try oh, and wow. find them homes wow. and make sure they're cared for and vet and loved and so uh, both of those causes are really close to me and Freddie's uh, heart and so that's why we were doing this event and we're going to do another one in the fall we're going to try awesome. and do a happy house haunted home and try and teach people <laughs> about the process of buying an actual home from credit score all the way through to maintenance and air conditioning maintenance and plumbing maintenance and just your normal stuff you know that not everybody is either taught or knows about you know because you know not everybody's into doing well, well, small maintenance things. Someone you know? starts somewhere. You have everybody. to be, yeah, yeah, everybody I mean, starts somewhere. And it could be your first home. Yeah, and it could be your 30th home, and Absolutely. it's just not something you know, yeah. you know. So it, and if you're going to be an investor, it's really great because then you'll learn how to take care of your investment properties <laughs> yourself and not yeah. spend so much money. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been really great. And well, I not only that, I mean, you come out to an event like this, you're going to meet a lot of those people that are going to help you like actually get your house in order. Absolutely. You know? And that's, I mean, like Jim doing, you know, if you buy a house where, you know, somebody smoked in it for 30 years and that, 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 that leaves a smell. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, it's hard to get rid of that smell and, you know, Jim can get rid of that smell. And then we have a bunch of agents here and mortgage brokers and investors and, there's you that know, roofer guy right there. And there's a roofer guy, Connor Mack for the win. The only shady. No, never mind. I literally have him programmed in my phone as Connor Mac for the win, and I love it when he calls me and I'm in my truck because she says Connor Mac for the win. Um, nice. But yeah, Connor's great. He helps me a lot on inspections, especially roofs that are extremely tall or extremely uh, high pitch. Uh-huh. So if you know, I got a 10 and 12. I just call Connor because he's got the cougar paws, and I don't have to spend 700 dollars on a pair of shoes. <laughs> He's already spent $700 on a pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Make and him go up it's there. him that's falling off, not me. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not afraid of heights, but I am afraid of gravity. <laughs> that's Every a time. law, and but, she's not playing. So who, who should we bring up next? Uh, let's see. Have you talked to Jim yet? We have not talked to Jim. Hey, Jim. I don't think we've ever met Jim. Come we've on. never met Jim. Come talk about that decontamination, cowboy. I got I, when I pulled up in the parking lot cab, I saw that truck and I was like, I really hope this guy's here. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. It was actually this guy's daughter's house that is that framing video that you see on my Facebook page. Yes. Okay. Okay. Which we can't ask questions about. Right. You can't ask you can her ask questions. Him. You can ask me. I can ask. You oh, like. okay. Because I will blast the hell out of that company. No, so. no. There you go. 
Do oh. not buy a Coventry home. Oh. Okay. What? So, so she didn't buy it. She did buy it. Oh, she did buy it. She did buy it because it's still worth about fifty grand more than what she closed on. Okay. So. Wow. They tried to get her not to buy the house because they could have sold it for another fifty or sixty more than what she bought it for. Good grief. So. Wow. All right. So. Speaking to the mic. There. So she was. Yeah, Ricky right. was telling us a little bit about what you do. I want to hear it in your words. Like yeah. what? Because what, she. She was telling us some of it was a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of it can be. So in, in a nutshell, I'm the stinky house guy. Cigarettes, cigars, cats, curries, cadavers, whatever. It doesn't really matter. If it stinks, we fix it. Okay. Wow. So, But aside from that, we also do the things that most people don't want to do or unwilling to do or unqualified to do. Uh, we do biohazardous cleanup. We do crime scene cleanup. We do a lot of unattended death cleanups and hoarding houses. Okay. So we really do the nasty stuff. So we're biohazardous cleaners. Yeah. Is really what we are. So nasty dead animals. And, and like, you, can you actually go find them? Like, if they're if like in a wall. Yes. Do you have a way to locate them? Yes, or? I do. Yeah. Yeah. We use an infrared camera for that. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't always work. Because well, so. sometimes they're cold. Yeah. Sometimes they're <laughs> cold, or sometimes the house is well insulated. Yeah. And they're harder to find, and and so. Um, in those cases, you know, it can be very costly to find those animals. So, <laughs> so had, like, before you can get there, because I imagine sometimes people call you like, look, there's this god-awful smell in my house. And you're like, listen, I can't get there till Tuesday. In the meantime, why don't you do this? What, what, do, you, what do you typically tell them? We typically tell them we'll be there in a couple hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're a 24-7 company. Okay. So we, are, we, we have a pretty fast response time. Yeah. Um, well, you, you almost need to in order to make sure that it doesn't go cold, right? It re- that really is kind of the thing. Be, 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 besides the fact that by the time you start to smell it, especially if it's in an attic or in a wall, uh-huh. by the time they start to smelling it, it's pretty well decomposed. Right. And depending on the size of it is going to depend on how long that smell is going to linger. Mm. So if it's just a mouse and it's winter, you know, you may never smell it anything no, no, yeah, at no, all. Yeah. But if it's a rat and it's summer, uh-huh. you're going to start to smell it and you're going to have to figure out where it's at. And we had one uh, actually last winter that we did, two dead possums. Oh. Um, and one of them had to have been close to 27 pounds. I mean, oh, thing, my goodness. It was, it was like this It's like a raccoon. Are you sure it wasn't a raccoon? It was not a raccoon. That's <laughs> what wow. I thought at first. I thought it was a raccoon, but it was a huge possum. Oh, and it's, and it, was a, it was a million-dollar listing. Oh. And, and what's worse is this, the, it was, we, we're, when we finally did find it, it was 100 feet from the front door. In the ba- in the master bedroom, but as soon as you open the front door, it just knocks you over. Ooh. So, um, and it took us three days. To, there were two of them because uh-huh. we got, we found the first one and thought, okay, we're good. So we did our treatment to get the smell out of the house, but then the smell came back right away. So we knew there was at least one more dead animal in mm. there. So it took us uh, it took us actually six days to find all the dead animals in this place and oh, get them out. Wow. Yeah. So, see, you could be a really good resource for Craig here <laughs> who does pest control because a lot of times I, I would expect that a lot of people don't know who to search for whenever they're looking for someone to do biohazard cleanup. They're probably not looking for that on Google, right? Well, and, and most people don't know that they that they want somebody like that. They, you know, they think, oh, I got a dead animal to deal with. I just call a pest control company. Right. Most pest control companies, companies though, 
they don't want to come and get your dead animal either. You know, and not really. <laughs> right. We will. We just you know, <laughs> they'd really rather keep them out of your house, yeah. which is really kind of the, the whole point of pest control. So I work with a lot of pest control companies, at least in Cyprus and Katy area. Okay. Um, and then I work with a lot of animal control companies as well. Um, because I've got one guy in particular, he, he, he owns a company that, that deals with wildlife. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime it's a, he only deals with the living. If it's dead, he calls me. <laughs> and so we also do a lot of attic decontaminations uh, from, from rodent infestations. Yep. Uh, we did one, in fact, two weeks ago. And it always happens on a Friday night at 6.30 when of I'm course, getting ready yeah. to take my wife out for dinner. <laughs> I get a call. And get, you know, our house smells so bad we can't even go in. And so we go in and, and you know, of course, and, and by the way, I love getting those calls at 6.30 on Friday night when I'm getting ready for a date. Because I charge four hundred and fifty dollars an hour for that. Oh wow! So please <laughs> call, call me, me yeah. on Friday night. That's right. <laughs> That's, your bar, my margaritas are on you. That's right. Um, but, that place uh, is open late. Yeah. So we so we got we got up there. Um, we found the, the the rodent hanging out above the the master bedroom, but there was not a single square inch of this attic that was not there. I mean, literally, if you did a per inch count, there was at least ten feces. Per square inch oh, oh my in this goodness. entire attic. They'd had a problem for a while. Yeah, they had a problem. for. So we went in, and, and it took us an entire day, uh, of literally 42 man hours, mm-hmm. to clean out and disinfect that attic. Did you have to remove, like, all the insulation? And yeah, then, yeah, every square inch of it. Yeah. In, the, in that case, when it's that far gone, it all has to come out. Yeah. Uh, there are cases that we can go in where if it's a recent infestation... Or if it's not so bad, we can just go in. We can, you know, do HEPA vacuum the stuff up mm-hmm. and then decontaminate the entire attic. But this was a thing where the entire ha- attic had to be just completely gutted. It was so and That's far a costly gone. problem. So, so. Like, after you're done with that, like, what's it, and like, unless we're, like, revealing some industry secret, like, what, what's the process to get the air clean, to get the, the surfaces clean so it doesn't smell, so that you're breathing? Because, I mean, like, that, that's an air quality problem. It, it is an air quality problem, and her children were suffering from allergy issues really, right. in that particular case. So we have a product that we use it, uh, uh, in the attic first, um, and that's made by Neosan. Um, you have to be qualified to use the product. stupid expensive. It's It's... I charge $480 a gallon for this stuff. Wow. But there is no biological substance known to be harmful to man that this doesn't kill. Mm. So it kills every disease. It kills every virus. It kills every mold. It kills every fungus. Every If it is biologically harmful to humans, mm-hmm. this kills it instantly. Wow. And... Once it's applied to any wood surfaces, that wood becomes or antifungal for life, and it's guaranteed for that. Wow. So when we do apply this stuff in an attic, we, we heavily we fog out the entire attic and apply it to every single member that's exposed. And then not only have we decontaminated the place, but I actually give them a certificate that says that that attic's going to be mold-free for life. Mm. So that's, that's how good that stuff works. Yeah. So, and we use that same product for crime scene cleanup, for blood, um, for bi- you know uh, bodily fluids, anything. Does it actually remove them, or just like it turns them into nothing? Tur- wow. it, it it literally turns them into nothing. So you can get up blood and like and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So we used to have to use two or three different products for cleaning up blood. First, we'd have to use an enzyme to break down the blood and kill all the proteins in it, and then we use a de- uh, de- disinfectant after that, and then a second de- disinfectant. 
With this, it's one shot. We just put the same product on it, and it gets rid of all that stuff. So, man, man, that's crazy. That is crazy. We we yeah. probably need to actually bring you in the studio to do like a deep dive on some of this. Kind I'd of love stuff. to do that. Do that's we, I I love talking about this stuff. No, so. man, we could we could talk for hours about this for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, we work. Yeah, I get calls from pest control companies all the time, and yeah. you know, we, it's because even you know a lot of pest control companies they don't want to deal with some of the stuff that I deal with <laughs> because you know quite frankly what we do is hazardous especially when you're dealing with rodent waste you can, there's things like hantavirus uh-huh. um, and it's mostly known to be in raccoon feces but but the CDC considers it to pretty much be or can be in all rodent feces okay and so once once that rodent feces dries it can become airborne uh-huh and you breathe that in, and hantavirus is basically, it's it's kind of like um, uh, hepatitis. Okay. You're not sick every day, but two or three times a year you're going to be sick, and you're going to be down for a week or two at a time. So it's you know you don't want to be breathing that stuff in, as well as all the allergies and stuff issues that it can cause. So so once we get done with those decontaminations, we do that stuff in the attic. Then we do a clean air treatment in the house. Uh-huh. To treat the entire house and make certain that everything is sanitized and it, it, it sanitizes every surface and all the air in the house and generally you know depending on on the air quality of where you're at and how often you have your doors open these treatments can last for up to a year hmm that's that's amazing so, yeah great i mean 480 dollars a gallon i mean like like how many gallons does it take to typically to treat a typical? <laughs> Gener- generally, it's it's about uh, we we generally do about two gallons in the attic. Okay. Um, you depending use like on a the size. Kind yeah. Of? Okay. Yeah, we do an ultra low volume fogger. So what we 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 specifically up make certain that we wet all the lumber with it. Yeah. And then we fog out the entire place, so okay. you can't see from one end to the other. All right. So anything living in there at that point becomes toast. That's so, awesome. Wow. <laughs> I, know, I know we got to, to move on to some other, but let everybody, if you have a website or a phone number, be sure and share it with everybody so they can get a hold of you. I yeah, mean, so so uh, for the uh, for Green Air Technology, you can reach us at 346-254-9217, and you can find us at greenairtech.com, and that's G-R-E-E-N-E, airtech.com. And then our 24-7 biohazardous and crime scene cleanup company, that's Houston Clean Response, and you can reach us at 713-303-9393 and HoustonCleanResponse.com. Dude, thank you so much for sitting thank down. You. It's really good to meet you. We're really going to be reaching man. out yeah. to uh, Yeah, give me a we, call, man. I'd love studio. to get in the studio, man. Who do, you, who do you think we ought to bring up next? Do you know anybody that's... Uh, uh, you know, I, I, think, that Christy, I, do you wanna, I think you uh, might want to talk about mortgages. Yeah? Who you got? You, you want to come up here, Joel? <laughs> There you go. All right. Here we go. Next victim. God bless y'all.